Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. Episode 102, Financial Tips for When Money is Tight. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to another episode of the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And we are responding to a lot of the stuff that happened in the month of March. Mm-hmm. And we think that this is going to be a really important episode for the next couple months. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I know it is for me. For sure. As independent contractors and freelancers, we are sitting with you in mm-hmm. financial uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't have salaries to fall back on. Yeah. We work in some industries that can be considered volatile. So mm-hmm. um, we are looking for this advice as much as we are giving it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Money is tight. I, th- I think on this financial journey, it will continue to ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. Like, there is no guarantee of this kind of onward and upward trajectory. Things change. There are losses of jobs. There are dips in the economy. There are pandemics, although that seems to happen just about every hundred years. (laughs) The pandemic is not something that you normally would need to prepare for, but there are natural disasters. There's all kinds of things Mm -hmm. that could warrant either an individual financial crisis, a local, a national, or a global financial crisis. And I think it's just it's important to know how to respond, but also how to prepare. Mm-hmm. That I think what this experience is highlighting for me is that when this all kind of comes to a close in some respect, that how do I prepare for something similar in the mm-hmm. future? Um, I'm seeing some areas that I would have liked to have been better prepared. I also see some areas where I'm super grateful that holy smokes, I'm so glad. Yeah, no one saw this coming. And yet, like, we're, we are okay. Yeah. So yeah, wherever we're at in this process, I think it's important to know how do we respond in the immediate? And then how do we prepare for the future? Yeah. So let's get into it. But first, our sponsors. Also brought to you by 
tight squeeze, that feeling when you can barely make ends meet and you are wringing out that dollar for all it's worth. Sometimes our financial situation can feel like a tight squeeze, but our sponsor wants to remind us that this term can also refer to the best, most warmest hug from our loved one. So when you're looking at your budget, wondering how you're going to pay your bills, Don't think of it like a snake coiling around you, causing anxiety and panic. Think of it like a warm hug coming from your finances. Tight squeeze when feeling constricted is a good thing. Oh, you gave people the worst mental picture ever, Jill. (laughs) What are you trying to do No, no, no. I I gave a different perspective with the tight squeeze. My budget is giving me a tight (laughs) hug, like from that ant. That you don't really know or don't really enjoy from the Easter no, from your gathering. favorite niece or nephew. Not that you have a favorite, right? They're all great. Okay. <laughs> from all of your nieces and nephews. <laughs> Just a tight squeeze. A tight hug. But like virtual or imaginary because like don't touch people right now. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, let's get into our first article And this one's from Investopedia. It's 10 ways to prepare for a personal financial crisis. Mm. So this one is written specifically for personal financial crises, but you can translate it to any financial crisis. Yeah. And we're not going to go through all 10. We're going to go through our top faves. Yeah. So my first favorite one, and you heard us say this a few weeks ago, Maximize your liquid savings, Mm. and that means boost your emergency fund in whatever way possible. So your checking, savings, things that are accessible. Mm -hmm. So if you are having a tough time making ends meet, that means maybe not paying off extra debt, not investing past the match at your work, or maybe not investing at all right now. This isn't blanket advice for everyone. You have to do what is right for your family in the amount of uh, emergency fund you anticipate you'll need, mm-hmm. um, which is you know normally three to six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next is to make a budget. So this is right. You're going to have this just about in every single one of our yeah. episodes. Uh, and so if you haven't done this yet, make a budget. Tired of hearing it? Too bad. <laughs> this, is the, this is the tight squeeze you need. So know how much you have coming in and going out. Like it, it, it sounds so simple, but it is that simple. We need to know what we're bringing in and where it's going. And, and this, specifically as it relates to personal financial crises, it can help us know and identify how much we should have in our emergency fund. Mm-hmm. So where we're saying to have an emergency fund of three to six months, you're only going to know what you need for three to six months based on looking at a budget mm-hmm. and knowing what are your bills, what are your expenses, what kind of money do you have coming in, um, and 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 to take advantage of of the time that you have currently, if you have it, to, to be able to look at the budget and then build up that emergency fund. Yeah. And how do you know whether you need three or six months or four or five? A few things. Job volatility is going to play a big factor. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you work in an industry that could be impacted? So like travel 
or I mean, we had Airbnb guests that canceled several weeks in a row. And if we were relying on that income, we would have lost it uh, because Airbnb refunded 100 percent of travel. So we didn't even get short term like Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. So if you're working in an industry that is already volatile without a financial crisis, if you are a freelancer, contractor, Mm -hmm. hourly employee, then you need to be on the higher side. If you work in an industry that is stable, um, one that is like booms more in times of financial crises, um, usually like government and school, those are those are typically pretty stable, though government shutdowns can impact mm-hmm. that. Um, but those you can be on the lower side. And those are just a few examples. Yeah, I do think that our recent experience with COVID-19 has shown us that even if you are in a stable environment, personal financial crises can happen on a global scale yeah. where we would typically where where typically financial recommendations have gone to all right take a look at whether or not your industry is volatile well we just saw everything gets impacted everything can when be there volatile. is a, a global health yeah. crisis or where there might be natural disasters. So still probably being on the lower end could be fine. We don't typically see these things last for longer than three months, but then to play catch up, we don't know what then the lingering impact is. So it could be worth considering being on the more generous side of this, regardless Always, of where yeah. you are, because we can't just count on looking at whether or not our individual work environments are volatile right. or not. Right, for sure. But if your income is not high enough to get to six months feasibly, sure. yeah. then, I mean, you know, don't panic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, save, like, make your budget in a way that low takes out all of your you know non-essential spending Mm -hmm. and that way you know Mm -hmm. a certain amount that would have maybe only lasted you three months you can see after making a budget that oh this actually lasts me for five months and not to linger on this for too long but i would even say practice right we could say Mm -hmm. bare minimum of my budget is this much usually i spend this much but if in a crisis this is what i would do okay have we practiced that? Do we know that we're capable yeah. of bringing our budget down to the bare minimum? It could be worth engaging in some no-spend challenges to even stretch that muscle in the event that there's a mm-hmm. personal financial crisis to know, can I actually do this? Do I have the willpower to live at my bare minimum? Yeah, definitely. Uh, another thing on here is to prepare to minimize your monthly bills. Mm -hmm. So taking a look at your recurring expenses and calling people to see how you can lower your rates. And even if you can't get discounts, calling to see how you can lower, you know, increase your deductible to get a lower monthly payment, Mm -hmm. anything that can lower your bills right now so that you can stay current. I think it's most important during something like this to just focus on staying current. It doesn't have to be the best overall financial decision, Mm -hmm. but if you can stay current, then you can bounce back quicker after and then go back to Mm -hmm. um, your more like aggressive financial ways. Yeah. 
I also liked number five on here, which talks about taking stock of your non-cash assets and maximizing their value. So this was an interesting take on just basically getting creative with finances. And this would probably be when you are in the midst of a personal financial crisis to take a look at, you know, if you have a credit card, I know a lot of people don't, and that's that's the wise decision for you. If you happen to have one, and maybe it's offering points, some sort of even potentially cash value or, or gift card value for those points, it could be worth considering cashing in those points to buy groceries online or mm-hmm. your Amazon purchases um, rather than stacking them up for a vacation. It could be worth utilizing those so you can free up as much of your other cash yeah. for the essentials. I know that can hurt. Yeah. Like that can be really painful. Yeah. But these are unique times. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. you might take a painful hit in some places. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. It's just you could, kind of what happens when money's tight. Yeah. We talk about peripheral impact. Again, when, when with COVID-19, it's the peripheral impact of finances. But then with, an, with a personal financial crisis, the peripheral impact can be loss and disappointment of even fun things. Mm-hmm. Like we were going to use those points to go on vacation and it looks like now we've got to use it to buy groceries. Yeah. Like yeah. that's a real thing. And, and we can get into a bit more just the emotional aspect of walking through financial crisis and and how to maintain in the midst of that. But yeah, there's going to be some loss and some peripheral impact as a result of this. And it is okay to grieve that. Yes. You don't have to be happy about it. Yes. Yeah. And and groceries, right? And we've talked about this Mm -hmm. in a lot of different episodes too. What do you have on hand? Can you clear out your freezer? Can you use up your canned goods? Can you minimize the number of ingredients that you need in different recipes and make that stretch as much as possible? Yeah. Food is a big area of spending for us. It's Mm -hmm. necessary, but in difficult circumstances, can we decrease the amount that we would normally spend? Yeah, definitely food. And utilities, maybe we're heading mm-hmm. into warmer months yes. where, at least in Florida, uh, electricity costs really get higher. One of your options is going to a fixed payment plan where it evens out your payments all year long. So mm-hmm. instead of seeing higher rates in the summer, you kind of see you see one payment all year long. So even your lower months are a little higher. Mm-hmm. So that's an option for for meeting your electricity. And probably even utility costs in some areas. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, The last thing on here that I liked um, was keep up with routine maintenance. Um, Mm. There are – we have routine maintenance for our bodies, for our automobiles, for our homes. We cannot forget those in a time of financial crisis. Even though things are tough, we Mm -hmm. still have to keep up with these routine maintenance responsibilities Mm -hmm. because if we don't, that they will be more costly in the future. Yeah. So if this is something you need to dip into your emergency fund for, it will be money well spent. Mm-hmm. Um, try not to. That's why we say make a budget, cut your expenses. But um, definitely routine maintenance. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. is something to stick with. Still important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last one on here for me that stuck out is number eight, which is look for ways to earn extra cash. Once we've looked at cutting spending, we've decreased our bills as much as possible, then it's time to say, and then how can I bring in more money? Mm-hmm. Again, I am not glossing over the first step. I think that's the most important and produces the most long-lasting impact to our finances. But where there is personal financial crisis and a lack of finances to meet even basic needs, what are some ways that we can be bringing in extra money? So whether that is selling things in your home, what you know, having a, a garage sale or a yard sale or selling things on Facebook Marketplace, or it's babysitting, right? Even going back to our mm-hmm. teenage days of just some ways to get some money, um, it, just a little bit of extra cash, cleaning for people, different side hustles. We've got we've got an episode on side hustles, so feel free to check that out. Yeah, I also think, in depending on the circumstances of a personal financial crisis. If you are not able to get out and about as much um, or the, the crisis has to do with yeah a natural disaster like what we just saw with the coronavirus and, and people are limiting their exposure to the outdoors and other people, it could also be a worth considering how to build up other skills, taking advantage of the time to do the things that you've been wanting to do for so long, whether that is learning how to sew and being able to mend things for people for for a cost or learning how to video edit and get getting some online jobs for that or you name it, it mm-hmm. could be worthwhile considering building up these skills that in the long run could help you earn extra cash. Do you want to take an online course? Like it could mean a small investment now because you know that the financial crisis is not going to last for forever, but yet you want to set yourself up for a better financial position in the mm-hmm. future, uh, yeah, it could be worth just investing in yourself and, and skill sets. Yeah. If you have an education or book stipend through your employer, now is the time to use it mm-hmm. and take those courses, get those certifications and become more promotable. Mm-hmm. Um and more eligible for raises and better jobs. Yeah, uh, this is a great time to do that. Our next article uh, is one we feel very strongly about. <laughs> yes, uh, and it's from Very Well Mind, and it's called "Dealing with the Stress of a Financial Crisis." Mm, that stress is real. Yeah. Cash rules everything around me. I don't know about you, <laughs> yes. but because you take of, away my money, <laughs> yeah, because of that, it has a, a significant impact yeah. on anxiety levels, yeah. um, depression symptoms, you name it, like panic attacks, anything. Yeah, um, you need money to live, yes. and if the money goes away. Yeah, it affects every other yeah. aspect of life, including relationships yeah. and emotional well-being. Right. So it is so important to take care of yourself during something like this. Yeah. Uh, so we really want to to go over this and and pick this one apart. Yeah. Uh, fully. So my favorite part about spring cleaning is that post clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. 
All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. The first one is to, the first thing they highlight is to remain calm. So I'm sure <laughs> Not you, panic, <laughs> you mean? Not panic? I am sure that you have heard this. If you follow anybody really in the financial space, I've just seen everyone I know posting things to like, calm down. Like, it's, it's just like, take a step Which back. Which always breathe. helps, right? Like, right. You're being crazy. Calm down. That never works. No. So, yeah. Um, but like, it's important to understand, like, yeah. when we feel threatened, our fight or flight response takes over. Mm-hmm. That's natural. That is our body's stress response. Mm-hmm. That's good. But it also, it increases our heart rate. It increases our stress hormones. Uh, it, it just does like mm-hmm. weird things to our body if left unchecked for too long. Yeah. And so I think it's important to intentionally remind ourselves to stay calm and like yeah. not just remind ourselves, but do a few different things to do that. So mm-hmm. breathing exercises, progressive muscle relaxation uh, that's PMR, something that's been getting more and more mm-hmm. traction as a stress reliever. I really like journaling. Mm-hmm. I like to do it when I have a lot of anxiety and something on my mind. Mm-hmm. I write it out mm-hmm. and then I can actually go back to it like years down the road when I have another time of stress yeah. and anxiety and I could see what Ugh. happened back then and how gift. I evolved yeah. and how I came out of it and how I was provided for and stuff. So, I really like journaling yeah. for that aspect. And certainly none of these things are going to fix the situation. No. We're not saying, oh, deep breathing and then everything will be fine. No, we recognize that it's deeper than that. However, 
even even though these things come across as so simple and silly, they do have profound impacts on our bodies and the mm-hmm. way that we manage stress. And so th- the important thing to recognize with anxiety is it's not something to fully be ignored. Anxiety tells us that there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. Where it can go awry is when it's not connected to anything. And it's just this constant feeling of anxiety. Like you said, the fight, flight, freeze mode. And if we're constantly living in that state, it can have have profound damaging impacts on our bodies in the long term. And so these are proven ways to help reduce the impact of being in that fight, flight, freeze mode so that our bodies don't experience yeah. those long-term damaging effects. Yeah. And the goal isn't to forget about what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's to calm your mind enough so that you can make rational decisions. You can use your thinking logical going. brain. Yeah. yeah. That is Anxiety the goal. hijacks your logical brain. And so being able to calm yourself to the point of tapping into um yeah, your thinking brain that helps. Yeah. There's there's real science behind it. Science. Okay. So the next thing is to learn how to reframe the situation. And basically what that means is gaining a different perspective. And, and so it's important, I think, to recognize what are what is this financial crisis linked to in order to find a helpful reframe for yourself. So sometimes we may feel as though we're in a financial crisis because of a personal failure. Mm-hmm. That's a really tough one where, okay, I made a mistake and I am reaping the really unfortunate consequences of this. And it can bring a lot of shame attached to it. Mm -hmm. That's a tough emotional thing to push through. But if we can recognize that others have been there, we all make mistakes and it is possible to move through this and make wise choices in the future. We're far better off with grasping and holding on to those thoughts than wallowing in the shame and guilt of I'm in this position because of because of me. Yeah. Sitting in that place, setting up tent there will do us no good for moving forward. So it's okay to recognize this is why I'm here, but what is the narrative that keeps going in my head and how can I reframe that? Another thing would be, okay, maybe we're we're stuck on the impact on on our family. Like, how am I gonna get out of this? This is, you know, how am I gonna care for my my kids or mm-hmm. my my aging parent or you name it. And again, to remind yourself of people have gotten through this and and certainly make a plan. We'll get there, but make a plan, come up with steps that can be taken. But again, being careful to not set up tent in this place that's doing us no help in moving forward. And then just where there's uncertainty, like I, I don't know what's going to happen next okay, well, what can I set my hands to? Mm-hmm. What is a helpful narrative in my mind? I think pushing through the difficulty and identifying where there are kindnesses. I don't if you've listened to this podcast at all, you've heard me use that phrase before. It just really resonates with me mm-hmm. of looking for the kindnesses. We absolutely can get caught up in looking at all of the bad and all of the negative, but again, that doesn't help us in moving forward. It's okay to look at it Acknowledge it with honesty that this is where we're at, but also where are the little pieces of kindnesses that I can invest my emotional time and energy 
into that if if the most of my time and energy is going to I'm a failure, we're never going to get out of this, the, who knows when this is going to end, this is never going to end. Yeah, we're going to live out of that place and we're mm-hmm. going to reflect what it is that we're telling us about that situation versus, yep, I made some poor decisions or yes, this is a really crappy thing that is happening to me that I had no control over, but here is where I do have voice and choice in the situation. Here's where I see some little pieces of kindnesses that can that I am grateful for and I can move into those areas and invest my time and energy there. Yeah, good word. Uh, the last thing on here is to ask for help. Yeah. Ask for help. I'll say it again. Ask for help. Uh, yeah. It's very, it's, tough. it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I personally am the person that says I need to be able to handle every situation at every time on mm-hmm. my own, uh-huh. or that says something poor about my character. Our identity can be wrapped up in it that. Is. Like, yeah. I do this thing on my own, and that's why I'm a boss lady. Like, yes. that, yeah. So that completely rails against that. Yeah. But we are a community. Yeah. We were built for community. Yeah. And if you are having a hard time with something, then there is no shame and no guilt. Mm-hmm. And no, it says nothing about you that you're asking for help except that you want to get better. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know your limits as yeah. a person. Um, knowing your limits as a person is a very underrated quality. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Knowing your capacity, knowing where yeah. you stop and start. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the first people that you would ask is friends and family. So the people that love you don't want to see you suffer alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that could mean, say, like calling up a friend or family member and mm-hmm. and saying, like, this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Like, I need work or I need groceries, or I need something. Yeah. Yeah. And this is why we even titled two years ago, Frugal Friends Podcast. Mm -hmm. I think we realized, not that we were the first to realize this, but in this journey and in doing something that is against the grain, it requires community and friendship. It requires fun and laughter and understanding and shared tips and collective wisdom to be able to move through the ebbs and flows of life mm-hmm. and finances. And so Yes, please, permission to be able to reach out to friends, family, community. If you don't have that, please take advantage of our Frugal Friends Facebook community group or in addition to what you have. I think that we can gain a lot from one another as we interact and share our tips or even be willing to say, yeah, everyone, I'm really struggling. We've Mm -hmm. had some people do that within our group and it's a beautiful thing to see people share and then to have others say, yeah, me too. I'm there, mm-hmm. which helps us know, phew, I'm not alone. Yeah. And, but then you've got people who aren't in that situation able to encourage and say, yeah, I was there. And here's some things that helped me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a beautiful thing when when we are able to engage with community and share just what we're going through. Yeah, definitely. And definitely this is, we are whole people. It's not just one thing that's going to bring 
alleviation to the stress and overwhelm that we feel. Yes, friends and family are fantastic. Yes, breathing exercises are fantastic. But where we feel as though these things are falling short and we need a bit more, there is also no shame in asking for help from mental health professionals, going to your doctor, seeing a counselor or a therapist. I would actually recommend that people do this at least once in their life, mm-hmm. regardless of what kind of season that they're in. And bringing in kind of a holistic approach, particularly in time of suffering and pain, yeah. financial crisis. Uh, and certainly, so so a few markers, if this is you, a few things to consider with seeking mental health professionals is if you are going through an overwhelming sense of hopelessness, if there are long-lasting loss of interest in activities that you usually enjoy or general feelings that, yeah, I I probably should get some help, right? Sometimes that just goes in your mind Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I probably should see a counselor. Yeah, if those words are coming out of your mouth or they're running through your head often, this is definitely something to consider. And certainly patterns, where you start to see patterns of it's becoming difficult to engage in regular activities or the things that usually bring you joy are not bringing you joy anymore. You're struggling to find hope. These are the indicators that additional help could be useful to you. So if you're seeing that in yourself, please reach out. And if you don't have enough money in your regular budget, use your emergency fund. Yeah, This is a a fine use of your emergency fund, keeping you mentally stable and happier and able to do more mentally is, is the reason your emergency fund is around like to support you in challenging times that are not long lasting, but they're for some certain crisis. And I would say that um, I've already seen friends and family who've had an uptick in their, um, anxiety or depressive symptoms. And and so if you are feeling that as a result of any financial crisis, mm-hmm. then, then go. Yeah. It. And I'll also say, check with your employer. A lot of employers will offer what's called EAP, which is an employee assistance program. So that there are benefits where Sometimes your first three appointments are fully paid for Mm -hmm. just through an EAP program. And you could also talk to a therapist and say, look, I I am in a financial crisis, which is why I'm coming to you, but I also need as much help as possible in as few sessions as possible. Not, Not to put the pressure on, but it is possible that you could experience some level of relief or tools within three to six sessions than maybe a more long long-term approach. So even letting your therapist know that, like you're looking for three to six sessions just to kind of contain some of the symptoms that you're Mm -hmm. experiencing, that can be really helpful. And you might be able to gain some some really good things in a short amount of time. Yeah. I think so. Also, we have a coupon for online counseling. I think it's Mm -hmm. it's $100 off. I think maybe your first two or three sessions on Talkspace. Mm. So we'll have that up at frugalfriendspodcast.com slash Talkspace. Uh, and the the actual terms will be up there <laughs> when you check it. But yeah, it, it's $100 off and you don't have to leave the house. So if you are self-quarantined, <laughs> then you are good. Perfect. Um, another thing that you might need to ask for help with um, is your actual finances. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so seeking a financial advisor if you are feeling stress about your 401k or your retirement uh, before you make any decisions, seek some professional help. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, It's really a necessity in a time like this. Don't touch anything until you talk to a professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what else is important to do during times like these? Yeah. To ask for the bill of the week. That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the bill of the week. Okay, so we didn't have enough recordings, so I called my friend Jessica (laughs) and asked her to leave us a bill of the week. So I have her on speakerphone right now, and she's just going to say her her bill into this microphone. (laughs) Thanks, Jessica. Thanks, Jessica. Take it away. Hey guys, my name is Jessica. Yet, like Jen said, I'm uh, also from St. Petersburg, where she is. And um, I found out that we have a famous Bill here in St. Petersburg. Um, he's a William, but that still counts. His name was John William, and he is the co-founder of our city, St. Pete. Um, he is also who the Williams Park is named after, which was our city's first park. Um, and then I also found out that there's a famous architect who, you guessed it, is also William Harvard, another Bill, who uh, designed the grandstand uh, pavilion that's in the middle of the park. Um, He also built the St. Petersburg Pier, the inverted pyramid that's no longer there, and the Central Library on 9th Avenue that I know Jen has visited and that I grew up going to as a kid. So we have these uh, great bills who were so impactful in our city, and so they're my favorite. Awesome. Thanks, Jessica. I'm going to hang up on you. Bye-bye. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> yes. I'm going to hang up on you. That's all we need. We got what we needed. <laughs> we got what we needed. Oh, that's apparently the name Bill was just the most common name well, back then and in St. Pete. St. Pete is such and a cool city. Can you expect anything different? I'm so excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, duh. Uh, we can't get enough bills. Yeah. Clearly. Because <laughs> we have to call Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> We're also ahead of recording, so we've That's used like true. our backlog. That's true. And so, that, all that said, we need your bills. Mm-hmm. So, we are in, in dire need. So, call us with your bills. Gosh, it's been like... A year and a half since, since we had, had to, to do this. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, yeah uh, leave it at frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill and leave us a voicemail. And if for some reason you've done that and you haven't heard your bill yeah. and you did it more than two months ago, do it again because that means we did not get it. Yes, that means it got lost. Yeah. In the abyss. Yeah. We don't we don't just not choose work. bills. Yeah, we, we do them all. We play them all. Yeah. All the bills have been aired. All the bills. Mm-hmm. 
I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features, but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. Nerd Wallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side-by-side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards, a free flight, a room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet, finance smarter. (laughs) Well, that brings us to our lightning round. (laughs) Today's lightning round is brought to you by we don't do nothing. that that's a new no, thing yeah no <laughs> uh, we are talking about what we are doing personally mm. to prepare because like we said before we are freelancers and yeah we are self-employed yeah uh yes. so this is impacting us we don't know how it's going to impact us yeah but we Point feel blank. like we have to keep working so there's little to no fun in it because you still have to figure out how to get money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're going to have fun right now. Jen, what are you doing? Um, so the first thing I'm doing is I've made a longer and simpler meal plan. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I've kind of, I'm taking a pause from like, I have this like meal, like recipe book yeah. that I'm doing and I'm mm-hmm. just doing those over and over. And those are kind of simple, but I'm going even simpler, like staples. Yeah. So the beans and rice, the pasta, but I'm still trying to do it healthily. So frozen yeah. veggies. Yes. Um, things that are a little more sustainable, but you can keep simpler. around less expensive. Yeah. What do you mean by longer meal plans? So uh, instead of purchasing for a week. I'm going to start purchasing for two weeks, <gasps> but repeating the meal plan for the second week. Whoa. So I'm just, I'm buying the same thing, but I can buy a bulk version of it and save a little more. Oh, and then that makes it so nice because then you're done mm-hmm. for two weeks. Yeah. And it's just going to be repeat. You've already done the next two Tuesdays. Yeah. But Wednesdays. maybe switching up some veggies or something, doing something yeah. to make them unique. Yeah. Yeah. You got to um, you gotta keep some spice, keep yeah. some flair, do a little jig like mm-hmm. this. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody, nobody in the podcast can see us right now. But if you're watching on YouTube, it's, you know, yeah, it's getting to be a party over yeah. here. All right, Jill, what are you doing? I'm not panicking. That's what I'm doing. 
I'm just going to keep calm and carry on. Keep calm. I'm just going to keep dancing. Actually, dancing is good this, for me. This feels therapeutic. I should have stopped. <laughs> we both should have stopped, but I'm like, she keeps going, so I keep going. Okay. Yes. So also, I'm cooking at home more. So kind of similar to what yeah. you described. I don't I don't really think about what I'm going to do as much as you do. I'm a little bit more like I get the staples, and then I kind of know what to do, but I don't want to like – Block myself in like every day. Yeah, kind of like what's it gonna be? Who knows? Mm, mm. Maybe some. I know. Maybe (laughs) some chicken and squash. Maybe some potatoes. Maybe. Yep. So cooking more at home has yeah, it saves me more money and uh, I go out less and I spend less tip. Tip is where where it gets me. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I'm doing is taking on extra work. Yeah, right now. you are. <laughs> yeah, uh, you so are. So there has been a, a little uptick in work with everything that's going on in financial media. So I've taken on more work because I don't know mm-hmm. what How next long? month is going to be like. Yeah. I don't know what the month after that is going to be like. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not putting myself in like dire straits and working all day, but I do know I have. I have my limits and what I'll take and where I'm full, mm-hmm. but I'm going a little bit beyond that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's wise, again, not to completely stress or max yourself out. But yeah, yeah if there's the potential to do well right now, that's amazing. Yeah. If there's the potential to do some overtime or, or take on something extra or, yeah. or do a side hustle um, that you more than you normally would, I think. Now might be the time. I am also reevaluating my budget. So really looking at where can I fully pare down? Where do I feel as though maybe I'm spending a little bit more than I need to? Um, if you listen to episode 100, you know that Eric and I paid off our debt. What, what? what? So that is amazing. And I am so grateful. I know that that is not everyone's story right now. We're all at different points in our financial journey, but I am very grateful at the timeline of that, of where that landed. We Mm -hmm. didn't know what we were heading into come March, and and Eric and I paid off our debt in February. So that has been a kindness in the midst of what's going on financially for us and for a lot of people worldwide. Um, but even still, as much as that has freed up some money, I'm, I'm evaluating even further that where I've had a miscellaneous budget or food or entertainment budget, where I can kind of like pull back even more mm-hmm. to really make sure. And, and we're okay, but I think with not knowing exactly how long any given personal financial crisis is going to last, that how do I make this stretch as much as possible so that I'm not in a really dire situation? So for mm-hmm. me right now, it's not the time for extra luxuries. I am rethinking, you know, where I might typically say, okay, this thing's wearing out. I need to look to replace X, Y, Z. I'm kind of saying, no, let's make it last a little bit longer or mm-hmm. find ways to do without. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would love to know what you are doing to stay calm, prepare, preserve, what have you. So hang out with us in our Frugal Friends community on Facebook and uh, start a thread there so people can share encouragement. We're mm-hmm. not there to share, you know, 
you know, that we bought all the toilet paper in our city. Um, (laughs) That's not something to be proud of. (laughs) No. So, but yeah, hang out with us there. Um, Be with us in community. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and we'll we'll make each other feel better. Mm -hmm. It'll be good. So thank you so much for listening. And we we really do um, take our roles in in this really seriously. Yeah. We think that frugality is going to become even more important than it already was. Yeah. And so we are going to be here. Like we said we were, we're sticking around. We're not yeah. going anywhere. Um, we don't make a ton of money on this. And honestly, uh, it's really hard to find sponsors for the show right now. <laughs> yes. um, so we're not making anything off of this right now. Uh-uh. Um, Still doing it, though. Yeah. And and so we really do value you and appreciate you and, and thank you for listening and leaving reviews. And those help actually it help sponsors know that we're a show that is legit and listened to. Um, so like this one that says unexpectedly loving it. And it's from <laughs> the title, uh, Sherry Lees, I think. Um, but it says the first time I tuned in about a year ago, I thought this was going to be two hippy dippy ladies telling me to pee in a repurposed <laughs> coffee can to save money. Lo and behold, these ladies are now my favorite driving buddies. Their sense of humor is right on par with my own. They dissect financial information in a fun way, have awesome guests, and have real people perspective on money and life. I just listened to the latest podcast and almost drove off the road laughing at Jen needing a life-size Barbie friend. (laughs) Thank you so much, Frugal Friends. You know, I could come in handy when your kid's quarantined. I'm just saying. Yes. Maybe if you have an only child, you get her a life-size Barbie right now. Uh, Maybe maybe we should get to the point of recommending peeing in repurposed (laughs) coffee cans. That's not a bad idea. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know the purpose of that. I can't really foresee why that would be necessary. You know, I was listening to the S-Town podcast, and that guy peed in a sink because— you can flush it out with one cup of water versus the, you know, two or yeah. three gallons from the toilet. I get it. I'm not saying do it. Yeah. You can. Okay. Anyway, We're going to move on. Nope. <laughs> I caught myself and you're welcome. So we also want to thank our friends who share these episodes on social media. So when you share the latest episode and tag us on Facebook or Instagram, we're going to add you to our monthly drawing. And so for every five tags that we get, so again, it's the latest episode that you have to tag us in. Uh, and for every review that's submitted, we pick one winner out of every five and we give away $10 Amazon gift cards monthly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those could come in handy. Those could. So keep leaving us reviews on iTunes and sending the screenshots to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and don't forget to tag us on Instagram or Facebook at frugalfriendspodcast when you share the episode Mm -hmm. in your feed or your stories perfect see you next week see ya stay safe out there frugal friends is produced edited and mixed by eric siriani yeah can i just like talk about the sponsor thing (laughs) yeah let's do it so that is what i mean that's what i'm Mm. that's one of my responsibilities Mm. in the show Mm. and like sponsors that have previously sponsored other podcasts 
are just yeah. not sponsoring right now, yeah. podcasts right now. Yeah. And it's not because we're not doing well. We are doing better mm-hmm. than the, those other podcasts. <laughs> we are... <laughs> We have a more engaged I mean, listenership. What? Yeah. Better than most? What is <laughs> We are we're in the top ten percent of podcasts yeah, from what I hear. Exciting. That's because of our listeners. It's because yes. of our frugal friends. So like we really can't say anything. Thank you. Yeah. Other than thank you. Um but businesses are not sponsoring podcasts because they cannot directly correlate that their ad dollars on podcasts mm-hmm. are generating revenue because it's hard because we'll yeah. say you know, like, do this at frugalfriendspodcast.com slash this, or you could just Google it. Yeah. That's what I do. That's what I do. You yeah. can't remember, like, most people are visual that yeah. you're more, or like tactile, if there's an opportunity to actually click a button, but when you're just hearing it, yeah, it's not as likely. Yeah. So it's been I, I think it'll change. I think podcasting is still growing, and I think marketing needs to catch up with that. So if you're a marketing person get on our level. But otherwise, um, should we just like mow lawns or something? Maybe that's what people are doing right outside the window. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, and we are not. So the reason sponsorships are important to us is because we would rather ask companies for money than ask our listeners for money. By We do plan on, you know, selling some merchandise and items in the future, Which but they're going to be, be dope. I they're going to be so excited yeah, because they're going to be dope. Like yes. not because we need that money. I'm going to buy our own merchandise yeah. for double. The so price. that's what we want to do for that. We don't want to rely on that for income. Yeah. Um, and we don't want to open a Patreon where they say, where we say like, Hey, give us five bucks a month yeah. so you can get an extra episode. Yeah. Cause I'm going to recommend to my frugal friends, like don't pay for that stuff. Like get it when it's free. Yeah. Like, So how am I going to do that? We're asking the people with money, with marketing budgets yeah. for their money to keep this show going, to yeah. make it worth our time. Yeah. Uh, so that's why sponsorships are important to us. And we think they're a great use of, of people's yeah. money that yeah. have a marketing budget. Yeah, where we have been able to track it, I think, yeah, we have seen some great um, listeners utilizing yeah. what we talk about. Um, so, okay, so maybe here's a way that our listeners can help. If you've listened this long, if you have ever used something that we have recommended, mm-hmm. then go you email us or mm-hmm. post it on social and we'll take a screenshot or something mm-hmm. say i heard about it on the frugal friends podcast mm-hmm. and and so that's something that we can give to businesses when we approach them mm-hmm. yeah for sponsorship yeah and again the, it's not as if we're throwing anything at the wall like we want sponsors who we believe have good services or products that, that yeah, we ourselves that's would another use thing. and that we actually think save people money cuz i mean like protein powders have approached <laughs> us to sponsor the podcast lol not that, Sli- i mean some kind go of ahead slippers, and like, i think or, s- or stockings or something that's fine like those things are worthwhile if that's what you're into but yeah. So there I'm not are gonna tell my frugal friends to do that. Yeah, there are businesses that want to sponsor podcasts, but there's not a lot of businesses that we think are are really relevant mm-hmm. and useful. And mm-hmm. so that's why we're picky. And uh maybe I'm just too picky. Maybe that's why I was single for so long. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a good thing, because you found your man. I know, right? And that's the same with the sponsors. I'm gonna find the right sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. You be patient. 
be patient. You be patient. A lot the of right fish in the sea. A lot of fish, yeah, in, lot the of fish in the sea. <laughs> Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 